1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America
2: faces a choice. This is Battleground America.
0: Here's Tara Servatius.
2: If one image could capture what we face as a country, it'd have to be this graphic that Fox News ran six weeks ago. It highlighted 60 cities, and when I screenshotted it and put it on Twitter, it went viral. 60 cities in which the cartels have all or partially taken over the criminal scene. In my area, they include Asheville, Charleston, and Columbia. They even included a map so you'd know which cartel was running your city, or at least its streets. Your regular American average thug criminal drug dealer has nothing. On these people They're gentle In comparison The map contained A total of 63 cities I told the story On January 23rd in a Battleground podcast, if you want to listen to it, it's called the number one criminal destination on Earth, and it's America. I even had the former head, D.C., D.E.A. agent, who ran the D.E.A. for Washington, D.C., Derek Maltz on the show, to try to make people see the light. Even our side doesn't understand this. They'll tell you why oh, that cartel drugs have been in America for a long time. Yes, the drugs. Even the runners to run them up I-85. I covered that 15 years ago when I was a reporter. But this... This is different. Malt shares the same fear I do that we are going to lose actual control of actual territory to cartels. In Mexico, here's how they work everyone goes on their payroll, from the judges to the police officers, the mayors, the police chiefs, or they die in a hail of bullets. Now, try to imagine for a moment. When that culture collides with the blue liberal depolicing culture. A culture so toxic that places like Austin and Asheville, which was on the map of cities that cartels are taking over, when places like that can't replace the officers who give up and quit. Here's a headline from Fox News. February 5th, Democrat-run tourist town sees surge in break-ins and violent crime spike. Yeah, and people don't get much response from police when they call because the department there in Asheville is down 42%. They are barely minimally staffed. Like I said, people don't understand what's coming. So let me give you a brief roundup of what it'll be like to live this way in individual cities. Now, I don't think they're going to take over the whole country. It's too big. And red areas, they're going to meet a muzzle in their face when they try it. But blue areas and blue areas that abut red areas, they're going to start producing headlines like this one. November 21st, 2022. Mexican drug cartel members attack police station. Yeah, it's a war. Or how about this one? Drug cartel threatens to kill an officer a day. It started in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico in 2012. And it quickly caught on and spread across the whole country, across multiple cartels. Headline from AP News, May 30th, 2021. This one, Mexico City. In Mexico, cartels are hunting down police at their homes. Here's how this one starts. The notoriously violent Jalisco cartel, by the way, they're one of the cartels that's here now on Fox's map, um, had responded to Mexico's hugs, not bullets policy with a policy of its own. The cartel kidnapped members of an elite police force in the state of Guanajuato, tortured them to obtain names and addresses of fellow officers, and is now hunting down and killing police at their homes on their days off in front of their families. How does that end? Well, you think Woke policies drive away police? Well, you could tell how it ends from the fifth paragraph. After bodies were dumped along the highway of these police officers, dozens of them, quote, a lot of officers, the AP writes, have decided to desert. They took their families, abandoned their homes, and they're fleeing and in hiding. The CJNG is hunting the elite police force of Guanajuato. But it's not just Mexico City. Here's another one. Vice.com headline cartels are on a cop killing spree in one of Mexico's most violent states. Um, This one comes from Zacatecas and it covers just four months from January through April 7th, 2022. During that time, they kidnapped and executed 16 police officers. Some of the officers they just execute outright and kill. Others are police chiefs who refused to take their payoffs, their bribes. Let me just give you a small sample of that. Headline August 9th, 2022. Questions abound the killing of local police chief in Sinaloa. And a team of armed civilians shot and killed Deputy Municipal Chief Juan Miguel Silva, Silver, Adorado, while he patrolled the Trey Rio district. Or how about this one? For May 25th, 2021, Mexican police chief killed a hail of bullets in Sinaloa. This is a different chief. Joel Ernesto Soto, had a police in the state of Sinaloa, had survived a previous ambush. And you go to, I mean, just start reading this chief after chief after chief. They can only go around with full security compliments, like people protecting them. The cartels are almost guaranteed to target two areas this way. Low tax base sheriff's departments. That's rural areas where people own a lot of land. Um, and so the tax base isn't huge. Like if you have denser apartments and condos and even suburban uh, neighborhoods. So the, the sheriff's departments, they are gonna they're going to be man They're going to take that property. They're just literally going to take it. In fact, they already are. I'm going to give you an example of that coming up. And they're going to go into blue cities. You're seeing this with the 63 cities. They'll use the bribe system there till they get powerful enough they could just kill cops. Folks, it's coming. And now, this. Americans have been outraged, and rightly so, by the case of George Allen Kelly. But I don't think they fully understand what it represents. He was on his ranch when the drug traffickers decided to cross. It's a high-traffic area, but on this day, it was one of the worst days. The ones where they get into gun battles. On his property these are not just illegal immigrants these are cartel members and border patrol agents told the uk daily mail it's a high traffic violent drug smuggling route right through his ranch well on this particular day they were having a shootout and they objected to him demanding they leave so they just opened fire with an ak-47 directing a hail of bullets toward his porch
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: He fired back, not at them, he says, but in the air. They eventually left. The Border Patrol never showed up. They're too busy running the Border Voter Drive in the direction of Joe Biden. Um, You know, getting people processed, work papers, free iPhone. You know the deal. And loaded up at your expense onto airplanes to go to cities where it is hoped they will eventually vote Democrat. So they were too busy to do border interdiction because this is a fundamentally ridiculous country. But the Border Patrol never showed up. Well, he goes out the next day. Dogs go nuts over something. He finds a body. It's a dead guy. He's got bullets in it. Okay. So the UK Daily Mail goes and interviews former Border Patrol Chief Rodney Scott, previously a supervisor in the area, and he said the guy was a known smuggler, you know, cartel, illegal immigrant. Okay. Well, the police investigator comes to the home and look, this rancher figured, I, you know, I'm safe. They had a gun battle on my property. I was just defending myself. They fired at the house. And the investigator even admits, yeah, we found AK-47 shell casings on Kelly's porch. And they didn't care. They arrested him for murder and put him On a million dollar bond. Now normally you can put down 10% and get out. They revoked that. He begged to be let go. Because he was afraid they'd come back and kill his wife. Even more outrageous. The dead guy. Gabriel Kuen Butima. 48. Was wearing combat boots. And carrying a radio. Which the border patrol chief says. uh, Is further evidence. He was part of a cartel. The detective even admitted that Kelly had called Border Patrol liaisons in the past begging for help, but that sheriffs always took too long to respond. Now, Kelly's got illegal immigrant smugglers testifying against him in court. But something much bigger may be going on here. Because think of the implications, folks. If they can get this guy Kelly on murder, these liberal prosecutors guess what? The cartel wins. His ranch, or what used to be his ranch, now becomes a virtual highway for the cartels. It'll be as good as theirs, no matter what the property deed says, and so will all the other ranches along the border. Because no one will dare return fire, even from their own homes when being shot at. And the cartels damn well know it. Which gets us to the next part. Listen to this from the New York Post. And you can see what's happening here. The elderly Arizona rancher, they write, charged with murdering a Mexican national on his property, is being framed by violent traffickers who've been using his lands for illicit activities, his defense attorney argued Wednesday. He's currently charged with one count of first-degree murder and two assault charges. Kelly's defense attorney in Santa Cruz County Court argued, her name is Brenna Larkin, that her client was being targeted by smugglers who were intimidating witnesses, forcing them to testify and skewing the investigation. Absolutely the least likely thing that happened in this case is that Mr. Kelly, who has no criminal history, randomly decided to start shooting at random people. And she says there's a large incentive for deceitful witnesses to come forward after succumbing to pressure from traffickers who want to use his land as a superhighway. The state's prosecutor, Kim Hunley, is claiming that Kelly shot an unarmed man in the back while he ran for his life. Um, it's Kelly's property, and we know he was shot at on his porch. He doesn't own an AK. According to Kelly's attorney, who filed a statement, there are multiple flaws in the investigation, including a total lack of ballistic evidence. She says she doesn't even know if this guy was killed by the people he was in the shootout with or who were shooting back and forth with each other and investigators' failure to vet potential witnesses despite their inconsistent statements. She said there very much appears to be a double standard for these witness statements. There appears to be a confirmation bias in this investigation. She says, calling out the powder keg of highly politicized interest in the case. What's going on here? A former Border Patrol supervisor who did an interview on Fox last week I should have saved it. Now I can't find it. Said that Democrats would do roughly anything to keep this going. Dan Stein with the Federation for Immigration Reform, a secure the border lobby group, said it's worse than that. The Democrats welcome the cartels. They're practically partnering with them.
0: Look, I've been studying the issue my whole life. This is happening on purpose. The Biden administration are co-conspirators with the cartels that are operating with impunity all across America now. We have no interior enforcement, no immigration law enforcement. Obviously, criminal aliens are being released en masse, in part because there's no detention. They don't detain people. They're paroling in people under phony asylum claims by the millions and incentivizing cartels to keep smuggling people in. Katie Hobbs, the new governor in Arizona, she's operating like a travel agency to bring people in and send them all over the country. It's happening for a reason. These things are happening. To expect the Biden administration to voluntarily change course when they want this to happen is ridiculous.
2: Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw actually has a good idea. He's filed a bill to declare the cartels a terror organization so we can use the military against them. Folks, at this rate, We're eventually going to have to use the military against them to retake territory. But the bottom line is this. This George Kelly case isn't just an outrage. That's not the point of this podcast. This is a bellwether. The cartels understand that. That's why they are taking so much effort to intimidate witnesses, including witnesses who clearly don't know what they're talking about because their statements are contradictory. They are looking for a murder conviction for George Kelly. So they can bust what little is left to the border wide open. People like Kelly, if they can't shoot back, won't be able to stay on their land. And guess who will? That's how you take it. That's how the cartels take it. That's exactly what Manuel Lopez Obrador, the president of Mexico, instructed them to do when he was running. He was encouraging illegal immigration in the United States, but with a twist. He was telling people at campaign stops, don't keep going into the country. Settle at the border so we can erase it. Keep a close eye on this case. The cartels are. It means everything. Battleground
0: America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.